Welcome to Draft Dodgers, the number one show on the internet that is exclusively talking about the plant's toughest league. It is with a uh, heavy heart that we're coming to you uh, today. Uh, last week, we didn't uh, have a Draft Dodgers, and part of it was because we lost one of the fantasy football members on this uh, in this league. And... Uh, Draft Dodgers in the league is just not going to be the same after this. One of the things that we can all take into account, if you're listening to this, if you're one of the nine or 10 people that are listening to this, is the fragility of life. Um, life is fragile. Um, it's better when you have people around you that you love and that you can share experiences with them positively and negatively. Um, this is a holiday season. Please hug a loved one if you're around them. Uh, the people in this league, I just want you to know that, that I'm there for you guys whenever you need it. And if any of you ever needed something um, positively or negatively, or if you needed uh, help in any way, I would be there. And then also as men, sometimes we don't really uh, raise our hand and get the get the help that we need sometimes. And if you're struggling, it's okay to, to ask for help and to do some stuff uh, to get yourself better. But I just want you to know that I would be there for anyone uh, in this league. And uh, George was a, a good guy. I really feel bad that the last time we got together was kind of during COVID in, in Austin and we didn't get a chance to go out and really help um, celebrate like we should have. I felt like we did a lot of hermiting, just staying back at the room. So um, it's just, I'm going to miss George. This has got to be tough on his family. And I know for sure that it's probably very tough on the, uh, the friends that he had as well. Terry? Yeah, um, <clears throat> that was well spoken, Ron. And it is with a heavy heart because, uh, it's with a heavy heart, but, but it's also, it is, um, it's a holiday season that makes it tough. Uh, when you lose anybody makes it tough for the people that don't, uh, have maybe somebody to be around. So I hope everybody that's listening has somebody that they can spend, uh, and share their time with, but, but it, it's also a time to be thankful. And, um, I'm thankful for this league and I'm thankful for the friendship that this league allowed me to develop with George because, uh, to, to lighten it, a little bit. Um, George was, George was brilliant and he was funny and, and he, he was, uh, because he was so, so smart and so many topics that made him pretty, um, uh, pretty great conversation, no matter what you were talking about. Um, whether it's debates or fantasy football or science or whatever, but, but not just, not just like a nerd, right? Like we're all nerds in our own way when it comes to, to football, but, um, but he, would go out and he would he would have fun and get down and dirty and, it, and that's what was fun about these about these trips. Um, and in Austin, like you said, a lot of people they didn't really go out, but I I had some of my best times with George in Austin because uh, Al and George and I went to see Turquoise at the Mohawk, which was a wonderful night. And George was ne right next to me in the front row, uh, dancing and and hanging out, and I introduced him to this band. Well. He random like so Turquoise unfortunately broke up pretty shortly after that. But um, he, George texted me and asked me, did I want if I wanted to go to uh, 
Summerfest with him to see Turquoise because he loved the band so much. Well, they unfortunately, they broke up before I think they ever played that Summerfest show. But I mean, I, he also randomly texted me saying, man, I can't believe uh, that that band broke up, but I'm so happy we got to see one of the last shows together. So that and then um, just just George and I went out for his birthday on that trip for steak dinner. So that was a uh, another time that I got to really spend with him. Um, but there was a there was many things many conversations i've had with george right that was those are just things that stuck out in my mind one of the funny stories about george is um so i have these like late night long conversations with like al i had one with him last night um just bullshit about fantasy maybe once a year or you know a couple times a year and i had those with uh george too so um me and al and george actually all of us were on a phone call before uh before i played um in my first tournament run when I won my first title and George actually bet Eric money on who was going to win Al or I and George won money on betting on me to win a fantasy title for my first title and he and he, he, he texted me first and asked me if it was okay if he were to bet on me and it's like yeah of course um, I, I appreciate the confidence uh, that you have in me and and of course, like Eric, like he probably a little jab to me is he he withheld paying me for long enough just to get me to complain about it. So like I remember texting George after and he's like, oh, yeah, he paid me. So he paid George the the money that he bet George before he paid me for winning the championship. So thanks, Eric, for that. But um, but yeah, so the, so those are just some of the the good uh, memories I have. A couple of them of, like with George and even planning in planning my wedding and honeymoon we went to greece so i remember he he not only had a conversation with me on the phone for like a couple hours when i was get, like thinking about going to greece and telling me what to look for and just tips and stuff like that but he also like wrote a long email to me like just you know recommendations and all that so yeah uh george is going to be missed but um it what it really does for me is it really uh it really um stresses the importance of the in-person draft and like we've gotten away with it from it for a little bit covid was was has been part of that um but that's one of the unique things about our league is this traveling circus that we bring around the country at the end of august and we nerd out over football but we really do make a, a connection with everybody and not just George, but like Ron, I mean, I've known you my whole life and some of my favorite memories with you and everybody else in this league have come out of those weekends. So um, some to be thankful for is the friendships and uh, relationships that developed throughout this football thing that we do. But um, we got to get back to that. I agree. I agree. I remember the first time I met George was like face to face, met him, met him, was in San Diego uh, he's on his home turf and uh, I'm just like, Hey man, I, I just, I don't want to go to these fancy dancy bars. I want to go to this dive bar and having him next to me, as I explained to a group of uh, people that my old company that I sold in Chicago of uh, anal bleaching bleacher seats was, <laughs> I forgot uh, about that. He he was laughing for years after that. He was, oh gosh, it was so much fun. 
It's so much fun. Bleacher seats. And they're like, oh, bleacher seats. I'm like, yeah, bleacher seats. It's bleacher uh, seats. It was good times. We need to get back to the uh, to the uh, in person draft, and I'm I'm all in for it. So as we transition from heavy hearts, but also one of the things that's great about fantasy football, when done correctly, is you build a community. You build kind of like a group of people that you you know and you love and you just enjoy being around. So I'm just grateful for this league for for that. I'm great grateful for this league for having me get to know him a little bit better and know Eric's friends a little bit better. And Al uh, called me and almost got me to miss my Uber at 9.45 last night. So that was great. So we have to then now look at the league since we haven't been here for a couple uh, weeks. What has transpired? So right now I'd like to just run through uh, 1 through 12 where, where we're at in the league. Um, dog is in first, intervention second, shiz third, puss, knights, plants, chaos, you Chicago, Tex culture, Tex culture club or Tex culture, um, degenerates, truth, man love. Uh, one of the things that I that pops off at me is that um, looks like truth is lost for. And I have one four in a row. And that's really allowed us to kind of move in separate spots. Uh, truth has just been hard luck. If you look at the way that he's he has lost some of these, he's had a lot of points scored against him. He's just had some bad luck, and I feel bad for him. Um, I've had some, some good luck. Uh, hopefully, Devonta Smith's 41-yarder uh, just stabs Eric is bad as uh, Antonio Brown stretching the ball over. I don't know if you know that, but I won barely that championship, and it's the Antonio Brown stretching the ball over against Baltimore for the win, so so that was good. And I do like the idea that Angry Tex is coming back. Last night we kind of saw a little bit of Angry Tex coming with a little bit of the pissed-offness, and then today it's like, oh, we're going to have to do – six wins in a row and we can do it. I, I don't buy any of that. I really want uh, angry tech. So last two weeks, Terry, what, uh, well, what do you think? Well, I have a question about that because, um, again, I, I'm coming out of these midnight shifts and, and my sleep schedule is all kind of jacked up. So I was falling asleep a little bit last night um, and I wasn't on Slack. So what, was there some text, uh, deleted tech messages that were up and now are gone or something? Um, no, I'm, I'm looking for what, uh, what he had put, unless, uh, he took it out, leave it to text to piss away cheetah's historic season. Do the math on a 41 yard catch by Devonta. Terrible name. If you could just send your sur survivor pool money, uh, he's going to buy the, uh, the Earl Campbell and the Walter Payton jerseys, uh, with that. Okay. Well, I missed that. So thank you. Uh, what I've noticed um, is I don't ever remember being a season where the points have been so close. So when I'm looking at this, so Ron, you, you've had quite the run. You've, you've been scoring a lot of points for four consecutive weeks. I've been losing. Um, you and I have the exact same amount of points. You have <laughs> 28.13.98, and I have 28.13.20. So there's that. 
I did my math wrong because when I when I saw I was going to score about three hundred and win last week, um, I, I I projected myself being in eighth place, which obviously isn't true because uh, Jacob's got six wins, but I th- I have myself ahead of Eric. Eric's in ninth place, and he has three more points for the season. You're talking twenty eight hundred points, and the separation is three points between me and Eric and you. It's ridiculous. So, and then. I mean, just going right down the line, um, University of Chicago has like 60 points less than us. Uh, Knights has about 40 points more than us. Puss, it, it, they're all right there. And you said Al's in first place. Al has 2760, so he has less than us. And he's got eight wins, which he was talking to me last night because uh, we were just running down the league and talking about a few different things, but he pointed out, and and he's true. He's like, you know what? You won this league the last couple of years, so you've had things bounce your way. This year, you haven't. And three games that I've played have been decided by the quarterback I selected. You know, I, I take Cousins and Fields goes off. I take Fields and Cousins goes off. I play Fields and Fields gets hurt, whatever, right? I tra- traded you for Sam Powell, and then I saw Gardner Minshew run two touchdowns in, and I thought there was something there. I, I drop him, and he puts up 70 the next week. But Three games that I've played, I've had the winning points in a quarterback on my bench. And one of the one game besides that, I had a win and I lost in a stat correction. So, like, there's four wins. I could be sitting with nine wins right now very easily. Um, so those things haven't bounced my way. Uh, but when I look at the league overall, it's just extremely tight. And, I mean, the only teams that are, I think, they don't have asterisks yet, but the only two teams in the playoffs right now are Dog and Intervention. Yeah, that's the way I see it. So uh, it is uh, time to introduce our special guest for uh, this uh, from uh, coming to us from Tampa, Florida. Chaos. Hi, John. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Oh, no, no worries. Uh, do you listen to this? I do. I was really good the first six weeks, and I kind of got busy with life. But I do listen to them. When do you? When would you say that you listen to it? What is there a time frame? Driving to work, driving home, um, doing yard work. Yeah, you driving to work, driving to work, or working out. Nice, nice. That is. Uh, so, did you like the idea of me? Um, with chaos when when the Republicans were screwing up the, the <laughs> Senate. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, chaos. That was good. That was good. I I know, and I and I don't mean to uh, to like bag on you because I was pretty hard on you, but I did want to to um, just point out something, Terry. You, you talked about uh, quarterbacks, right? Um, I yeah. did a little homework. Uh, chaos on, on you and this is what what i i've known with your quarterback situation this year all right you drafted watson and bryce young you picked up pickett dorian thompson robbins josh dobbs garoppolo heineke will levis and russell wilson you have uh 10 of the the 30 quarterbacks <laughs> How are you feeling on your quarterback situation right now? 
Well, I thought Deshaun Watson would come back strong this year. I really did. Um, obviously, it hasn't happened. So I was just playing matchup based. Uh, Russell Wilson has been getting better over time, but obviously he's not getting in the red zone. He's been struggling. They put up five field goals last week. But I did receive trade offers, a lot of trade offers, but they were not uh, fair trade. So obviously I declined them. I was close last week with Tex, but I ended up. Oh, yeah. uh, what was that offer? Yeah, what was that? It was Kyler Murray and Bernard. But he wanted Kyron Williams and Javante, or yeah, and Javante. Yeah, I had uh, offered you uh, either one of my quarterbacks, and but it was at the time when you had Wilson and you had uh, Deshaun Watson, and you were like, "Nope, I don't want it. Um, I'm I'm sticking with these guys. I like these guys better." So it probably, it just, it probably saved you from Kirk Cousin going out for the year, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that that uh, that hurt. Because right now, I yeah, right now I would have a problem, but um, I got fields. So yeah, I, I've been looking. We've been watching your team, and and we've talked about your team quite often. I mean, I think we hit all the all the teams in this league pretty well in our discussion. But um, Ron has been extremely hard on you this year, and if you've listened, you've talked about uh, many times how how your team's uh, a fraud and you shouldn't be at the top of the league. I don't know what other terms you've used, Ron, but. It's so hard. It's so hard. You know, you're talking about things bouncing your way and not bouncing. It's two years of shit not bouncing my way. And then there's a freaking chaos with his whatever, Dorian Thompson Robin. Like, how is this happening? Oh. <laughs> but it's the it, it's a uh it's a, a solid team. You've had uh several years where you're always where you're always in it. One of the questions I've asked everybody, um, and they may have touched on it. What was the one thing you got right and the one thing you got wrong this year? I think the one thing I got wrong was uh, Pollard. He hasn't been performing at all. I thought he would come in strong this year with a good offensive line, but he's just not run the ball well, not seen the field well. And then uh, it's been a real struggle, you know, being your second or being your second round pick. That's tough, you know, when you lose your second round pick like that. Uh, the one thing I got right. And actually, you know, another thing I got wrong as well. Two things, if I can give you two things. Yeah, I should yeah. have drafted Cooper Cup instead of drafting DK Metcalf. That was kind of hurtful now. But everyone's making it out to seem so strong that his hamstring was like the worst thing ever. And everyone's, you know, preseason, everyone's exaggerating everything. But that kind of hurt. And then the one thing I did get right was, I believe, is drafting uh, Ken Allen. He's been a steal in the fourth round. And then also – Going with Franklin as well. Uh, oh yeah, well that without saying is just a, an amazing. Your your linebackers are ridiculously good. But I want to go back to something you said on DK Metcalf. You're telling me that if you had to do it all over again, you would rather have Cooper Cup this year, knowing what you know, versus DK Metcalf. Yes, I would. Uh, Cooper That's Cup has a ceiling. Yeah, Cooper but DK Cup Metcalf had five for ninety four this week. He's got he's got two twenty five point games in a row for you. He does. And, he's also hurt. He's hurt this week too. Cooper Cup is too. I mean, yeah. he's got he's got an ankle. So, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting though. I would I would have thought that. No, Terry. Sometimes when you when you have him and he's your guy on your team, you have a special hatred for him. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe he lost a game or two where he didn't show up, and he's like, he's dead to me. 
you take us through take us through your your uh, linebackers like you 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 got Roquan was your keeper but you took Franklin and Brooks and you just been been running with those three and kind of mixes and matching everybody from there um did you see something there that you liked yeah, so so last year, you know, being a couple of leagues with uh, IDP, it's the first time kind of like with a two point per tackle, and just seeing Franklin um, last year, I was surprised he was still available. I know it's harsh on the the keeper keeping Leonard over him, but the fact of the linebackers getting so many points, and then Brooks coming out the ACL, I think people downplayed him coming back. Didn't think he would be as strong. Like he's had a good bounce back year, and then obviously Roquan's a Roquan, like he'll get all the tackles. But Patrick Queen does kind of steal some from him as well. Well, you took him. I mean, he he was the first linebacker off the board, wasn't he? Did you take the first on on uh, Franklin? He was. I mean, you no, took I, like, no. Bolton Tex took Tex took one before me. Bolton, that's right. Golly, he's probably you, taking himself for that one too. Well, when you talk about um, surprising, he was a keeper. Um, truth did because Truth has Shaq Leonard, who they cut Shaq Leonard, so that's. Mm-hmm. That's a roller coaster for him. But I had last year Foyer, Zaire Franklin, and Nick Bolton I had last year. So I, I kept Foyer, who's been my keeper for several years now and, and has taken over the top spot again for linebacker points for the year, but barely. But he's up there. And and it's hurt to see Franklin on another team this year because he's just he's unbelievable and he's fun to watch as well. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? Because you're a, you're a Chicago fan, right? So you have a love for Roquan, and he's been your guy. So, like, what do you do this year for your keeper? It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I'll do some uh, analytics and give back on that answer. Okay, you don't, you're not leaning either way right now. you got to see see how they finish the season for you? I do. I do. Okay. Just analytics. Okay. You had, you had did. Am I having like a, a, a flashback? Didn't you say that you were going to change your name last year and nothing actually came from it? I was going to change my name. And then things started rolling good for me, you know, Jonathan Taylor. And then, you know, it, it kind of fits though, right? My, my team's chaos, right? Every year it seems like I have some kind of chaos going on with Justin Jefferson or the following year. Now I got Deshaun Watson and Pollard and still kind of keeping afloat. What was your your uh, thinking on on Whitehead? You you picked up Whitehead. Um, he had one bad day, the defensive back, and the last two weeks has done really well. Um, but you dropped him. You quickly dropped him after after one. Um, any was there a reason why you you did that? No, I think a lot of it's just analytics. Like a lot of it for me, when it comes to defender players, like your last three, there's a lot of analytics. Like are the team is going to pass the ball, they're more run heavy. Um, cornerback safety is a cornerback weak. Quarterback have throw a lot of attempts, so I can basically go off of game plan and game script and uh, that realm when it comes to percentages. That's that's interesting. I've I've wanted to play the quarter cornerback. Uh, where you, you're just taking the rookie cornerback against the guy who's uh, a good, true number one cornerback against the team that's going to pass the ball a lot. And I took a safety in Neal from, from Pittsburgh because of their linebackers were so hurt. 
and he came down into the into the box, played for one week and got hurt. Terry, you ever you ever try to play those matchup games with your defensive backs? Um, I don't with I don't mess around with cornerbacks like that. But I look at it. I mean, this week. So last week I played Xavier McKinney, who has he put up twenty three points for me uh, as a the Giants safety, and I've got Blackman on the Colts who I like because he plays up in the box too. Um, and I'm sure without Leonard in there is going to be getting some little bit extra tackles. But this week I'm I'm going to go with um, Bynum and Brisker because Chicago's playing Minnesota, and I think those are both favorable. So. Um, yeah, I look at it, but I don't generally try to get like the cornerback that's going to be on St. Brown or something like that. But I will say that in I play Josh this week, and he's all of a sudden got five linebackers that are decent. So he's he's turned the corner there. His two defensive backs are Hobbs and um, Kenny Moore, so he's still got the cornerback thing going. But like he he likes to play that matchup. Um, but he has uh, somehow assembled five linebackers since since we last spoke. The linebackers seem to get hurt. Like so, you have this Roquan Smith, Zaire Franklin, and Jordan Brooks, and they're going to knock on wood. I, I hope this is true. They, they play every game this year, right? But it seems as if linebackers in general get hurt at a faster clip, kind of like running backs at a faster clip than receivers do or um, def- defensive backs, cornerbacks, but safeties, strong safeties, linebackers, it just seems like you, they churn out a ton. And so your ability, like Josh was, to, to, to actually get five in there is, is pretty impressive. Well, uh, the thing about that, Ron, is because you, you want a linebacker that plays 100% of snaps, right? That's what we're all seeking, is a linebacker that plays all of them. And the difference when you watch the games, and I know you've – all of us have had this guy, right? Where you watch the game and then like somebody's making a tackle and you just see your guy standing there. And like, it seems like, Oh, they were already starting to tackle that person. So he's just going to let that other person take the hit or whatever, not like throw his body in there. Well, the guys that are, that put up solid numbers are the ones that recklessly throw their body uh, into the pile. Even if the tackles already started to be made, those are the guys that pile on assists and stuff like that. Well, yeah, they get hurt because they're playing hundred percent of the snaps and they're, throwing their body around, you know? It's a violent, violent game, man. It is a super violent game. The uh, Just the, the injuries that this come up all the time. Jaron, I had a question for you. What is more impressive? The Reddit memes? Do you see those Reddit memes on that on the Slack channel um, that, that uh, dog posts? The I Reddit do. memes or the... Uh, or the uh, text uh, song. This one goes out to Text Nation. All the haters can get lost, and all the fans can get ready to rock. So, do you, do you think that the idea of spending time on Reddit, getting the NFL memes, and putting them on Slack for our enjoyment, or actually having a song written, recorded, and what do you think is what do you think is more impressive? I think the most impressive thing is um, the memes. You know, like he puts a lot of thought into the memes for uh, the Slack chat. You know, and uh, it's pretty. It's pretty good. They are. They're both pretty good. But I think you know the memes are uh, put it over top. 
because he um, personalized and customized it towards the, the, towards the league. <laughs> that Santa one this week was so awful. Like, awful. Uh, Terry, did you see the Santa meme this week? You're on mute, Terry. My bad. So, yeah, I didn't. I I, I didn't go through all of them this week yet, and, and I will. Um, I see... Joe Burrow, Burrow showing off his throwing hand. Because <laughs> that's a hilarious bit in that movie. But, um, I, I, yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah. That's, just, yeah, that's it, – it just reminds me of of the Christmas classic uh, where Mark is, uh, you know, banging um, that poor kid's mom on Christmas. Yes. Uh, but – the one that just stuck out to me was Andy Reid kissing Taylor Swift. That's why I said, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. He does he does well. The the uh, AI generated stuff is fantastic. I'm a big fan. Yeah, so that's he does a good job at that. Uh, Eric, Eric still is pretty impressive with that um, AI generated song that he's come up with because he uh, seems like he had some input to the lyrics there, but maybe not. I, I would say this. Um, uh, I would completely put that song above the memes, in my opinion, just because who who has got time for this? And I love the fact that he did it. Well, I mean, if first of all, it's it's unique, right? And and he's like still pushing the envelope, whether it's bobbleheads or cameos before we knew what they were, or now these songs, but. Um, the memes are out there. If, if Al was out there creating these memes and if he was like doing the imaging and, and all that stuff, that would probably be on par with it. And I'm not taking anything away from what Al's doing because it's hilarious and it provides plenty of good entertainment for us that we look forward to on Mondays. But um, yeah, that they're both pretty, pretty good. Amazing. So uh, it looks like tonight we do have one potential stack correction for tonight. Did you see that? Are you are you familiar with that? Oh, uh, you you chaos. mean one one matchup that could be determined, That's redetermined? Right. Yeah, chaos I don't think it's going to happen because it's for it's it's more than two points. So if it was under two points, I'd think that okay, fine. Um, I mean, if I was chaos, I'd still be. Uh, I mean, Eric didn't put out an offering, and neither did I. So it looks like he had to step away for a minute, but. When he comes back, I'd like to hear his take on the Knight Schwartz and if he's paid attention to what happened to Eric and I. Because when Eric came on our show, he was 3-0. and That third win turned into a loss, and he lost three in a row. For so, me, I did the same shit happen to me. So he's he was 3-0 and or he was 2-0? and It was I think it was week three. I thought it was week three. So he's 3-0 going to be 4-0? No, he was three and zero, and the game like he didn't put his correction out, and that one win turned into a loss, and then he rattled off a couple more after that. Man, so tough, so tough. he ended up being like two and four. He was three and zero, and then he ended up being like two and four. <laughs> Some shit. That really, that really hurts my soul. That really hurts my soul. I bet it does. How are you feeling, Ron? You, you, I, I feel good for you, and I see the difference in your, um. Persona, you got uh, a, a vibe about yes, you. 
when you're when you're uh, talking about football now, you know, you're yeah, no, the I, I, as Frank Drebin said, I see things I haven't seen before. Flowers, dew on the uh, on the grass, stop signs. I'm seeing all those stuff for stop the first sign. time. Puppies for for uh, being beautiful little creatures instead of like whipping. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm bringing I'm bringing rescue dogs home to love and care for instead of beating. That's that's right. Yeah. Uh, the thing that's that's interesting is that sometimes the things that you do that's the most impressive, or the things that that help the most are the ones that you didn't do. And I didn't do a lot of, of trades and deals and drops, and it ended up being just staying the course has has helped me out more than anything else. So. I feel good with that. And I, um, I, I believe last night's waivers were good getting talky talky today. Um, just before I came on the podcast when, uh, Walker now is out. So having, uh, talky talky as a hundred percent in Cleveland's defense is going to be good. I just worry that the, their, their front is so good that they don't get the tackle opportunities, but that's a good defense. And hopefully, um, I don't think Devondre Campbell's coming back, so I need a person. Hey, hey, Jaron, I had a question for you. We had a question for you. With your uh, game being so close this week, do you have a a worry at all about stat corrections taking this victory away from you tonight? I do. Anytime it blows below four four points, I get a little worrisome. You know, happened to text earlier in the year, right? Like in a week, it happened to me too. It happened to me and Tex. And do you pay attention at all uh, to the night shorts when we talk about that? You familiar to the what? The night shorts. Oh, <laughs> a little bit. I do, yes. But yeah, I'm just so Eric, Eric didn't put anything out, and then I didn't put anything out. And both of our wins were wins on Tuesday. We were Wednesday. one on Wednesday, yeah. And Wednesday it changed, right? Or Thursday yep. morning does it change? I think it might be tonight. It changes at 2 a.m. Yep. And so uh, will you be at least offering up some sort of um, really? something to the to the, the fancy football gods tonight, like cookies and milk for Santa Claus? <laughs> oh, man. Yes. I, I mean, I'm just fortunate to be in a situation I am right now, you know, with Hertz and Rice. I was like, ooh. And then I had to go with William Gay because I had a late scratch in my defense, and I was like, ugh. So I wasn't feeling good going into Monday night, but now it would be detrimental now if I take it away off the board. Yeah, I mean Willie Gay, I had him, I dropped him six points. So you win by you win by two point zero eight. I think you're good because it's over two points. Um, actually, there was three stat corrections with me, and it, it was against Knights. Yeah, was, Eric, was Eric's against Knights too? It was. So that's the other thing, Jaron, is both me and Eric had wins against Knights, and he got a stat correction, and it turned his loss into a win. It's done it twice for him. Maybe Knights has got the, the Schwartz offering that we need to figure out. That's right. Maybe he does. But it'll be uh, it'll be fun to watch it. Um, at least I'm not on the side of having to sweat it out this time. All right, so uh, with that being said, let's go through real quickly our, our picks for this week. Well, I want to mention yeah. uh, something about what you said because 
I've listened to you all year talk about how you don't want any part of the Cleveland linebackers, and nobody oh, yeah. does. And now all of a sudden, I haven't talked to you in, in a couple of weeks, and you're like, oh, God, I'm so happy to have one of these Cleveland linebackers. They're such a good defense, and I'm just no. scared that the front is going to take away tackles. Like that, This is something you're interested in now? Well, it's because there was no clarity before, and now there's clarity. And you trust it's only it? two. You trust it? No. There's going to be some guy you've never heard of. Remember when you put speed in and then some Ulagilabi guy comes in all of a sudden? And uh, I've been trying to figure that out too. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do there. But I need somebody who um, at least Taki Taki is going to get the playing time. And whether it's Willie Gay, you know, I'll put in a claim for him right this second for freaking Willie Gay because he, he's going to get uh, 80% plus of, of playing time. And you're just looking for opportunities. Yeah. Um, I I have some questions that we can hit at the end. We can go through the matchups if you're ready to do that. Um, sure. Uh, John, you ready to to put your your uh, picks in? I am. So we have uh, Shiz and Tex. Tex with the name change. He's going to Tex Culture Club, or culture anyway so for me when i looked up what culture is it's a, a growth of a microorganism a virus or a tissue <laughs> cell that is specially prepared nutrient medium under supervised conditions so i'm not sure what <laughs> he is thinking with a text culture but it seems like some organism you know what he always talks about himself aging out too so maybe this is some kind of a moldy text it sounds gross it is so I'm, I'm thinking of um, tax culture or maybe tax culture club. <laughs> what Do was it before? You tax really want to hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> He's still got the Darth Vader uh, logo though. You know, with the cowboy. He head. does. He does. So um, tax versus shiz, Terry. I'm going tax. Um, I don't. I'm sorry, Chad, uh, and, and me and Al talked this through last night because um, I don't really like Chad's team. I think he's got a shot to miss the playoffs. Whoa! I, I do. Whoa! I, do, you think, do you think he's guaranteed to win three in a He needs to win one more, but he's got points. But he's got a few tough matchups here, and, and this is one of them. And I just see that Eric needs two wins, and I feel like he's going to get one of them this week. John, what do you think? You like shiz or tax in this game? Hmm. Do you guys think Anthony Barr is going to play over pace for Minnesota? Well, um, I can't find Anthony Barr on on last time I went to Yahoo. I couldn't find him. They're doing that. If they're on the practice squad, you can't find them. And there's some guys also, Blake Martinez. um, Rashad Evans for a while, you couldn't yeah, find Yeah, Rashad him. Evans. Remember, I couldn't find him. Yeah. Um, you know who else? Uh, Miles Jack unretired. You can't see these guys. So I don't know. Until they activate him and then Yahoo pulls them into their, back into their uh, player pool, then. Yeah, I would, I would say that Anthony Barr is probably somebody that I wouldn't trust, and he may do something, but um, I would take Ivan the Terrible over Anthony Barr at least this week. Question for you. Yeah, I think um, Chad might pull it off here. Um, Tex has some tough matchups, you know. Charbonnet going against San Francisco. Chad has Fryman coming back from injury. 
I know he played last week, but he wasn't that great. I think Chad might pull it off in a close one. So uh, interesting about this text played Josh, me, and Chad. He's going for the O for Preston donut three weeks in a row. Oh, wow. Uh, which would be which would be good. So I, I'm going to go with uh, Chad here also just to, for no other reason to uh, um, make sure that he, the trifecta of the nail in the text coffin. Is that what you want for uh, Thanksgiving? <laughs> Preston, the Preston crew just wipes out text. Yeah. Um, thank you to Jake for, for coming through. This is puss and man love here. Um, again, Got a win against uh, Chad last week. Uh, Manlove did, but uh, not a bad team. As I said before, a really good. There's some really good pieces there. Uh, Puss had a, a tough loss last week. Uh, he's he's definitely he's lost two in a row. So he's six and three, and now he's six and five, looking to go five hundred, uh, and it's not looking great for him right now. Yeah, um, I'm 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 gonna do it again. I do not like Puss's team at all. I think he has a chance to miss the playoffs, and he's gonna lose this week. Well, you, we're only gonna have a couple people miss the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? From Chad at number three all the way down, everybody's six and five and five and six. So these people uh, that are sitting at three and four, Chad and Puss, they, they they should be sweating a little bit. I would feel a lot better if I was at six wins in third place, but man, me and Tex and you and Josh keep winning a few games here. Order's going to shake up. And I got, I got, um, I got man love winning again. Two in a row. Two in a row. I, uh, I also see a path to victory here with, with man love. Um, and it's not anything on, on puss. I just don't see it. So, I'm going to take uh, man love on this one as well. Uh, Jerron. Man love. I think we're having some audio uh, issues with you, Jerron. Um, Can you hear me now? It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think man love's going to win. Man love. Man love. Nice. So that's their first uh, trifecta. And then, Terry, you and, and Josh, uh, both teams coming out swinging from the basement. You know, when those scrapping teams that have to scrap and scrap and scrap, those are the ones that are the, the hardest to predict. Um, it's funny because I got the same points as you. You know, you got to win on me, but I don't know that I'm swinging from the basement here. No, I I'm, win. I'm that. Me too. No, yeah, me I gotta too. Win I'm going to say, me, you, and Josh – like coming from the from the like we're just effort. We're like a fat girl at a bar, just nothing but the try hard club. Yeah, and Eric's right in there too. All of us are in this. Chaos is right in that. So like th these matchups this week are very critical. Um and and none more critical than me versus Josh at it's not an elimination game. If if UIC wins this, he he about punches his card. Um, if I win this thing, then now we're in the, now, now this race is evened up, right? Now yep. everybody just needs one more game out of two. So, um, I, I'm looking at his team and 
what really stands out to me is they go from they use Bijan Robinson, they don't use Bijan Robinson. Now they got Bijan Robinson returning kicks. So I mean, you get points for that in our league. It's not where I would want him to be if he was on my team that I rooted for, or even on my fantasy team, really. Um, but this is going to be a slug match, and it's gonna it's gonna start early with St. Brown versus Gibbs, and and it's gonna go to Monday night. I, I think. I mean, I got Bynum and Brisker, and he's got Edmonds, and and this thing is gonna go right down to the wire on Monday night. And I got Fields, so. Um, I think I'm going to pull this one off, though. So you're going with Fields, which is the kiss of death. I'll bet on DraftKings against Fields just because of you and quarterbacks. Well, at some point, these coin flips, they're coin flips, 50-50s, and I can't get them wrong every time. I'm not selecting between him and Cousins. I'm taking Fields. Uh, I'm rolling with them, and it's not going to be Derek Carr, you know, so uh, it's Fields. And, and John, where you where you got this, Chicago or – Degenerate. I think it's going to be close. I think the thing going against uh, Degenerate is um, we're losing him over there. The I the mean, Chargers. I hear you, but I, I'm going to take uh, Chicago just to uh, stay with the 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 boy. I'll be with him for the next couple days. Um, I don't want to to have him sucker punch me or air hole me or roofie my cocktail at all. So. Um, It'll mess up your long runs. Yeah, listen, that's he will not be doing any of those those long runs. Um, dog and nights. Can you hear me now? In this, I'm gonna I'll go first on this one. I do like this matchup. I think this is a playoff uh, preview. Um, this is a really good. Again, dog is somebody who is who is just churned out his roster for. Um, quarterbacks and he he got it right Stroud who would have thought Christian Kirk he got that right too who who would have thought that he would be Brees Hall got that right Kelsey got that right so um I'm really impressed with his uh his team and I just see there's uh one of the strongest guys here is is dog and I'm gonna I'm gonna take dog in this one well, and I mean, you bypassed over Tank Dell, who I mean, you you combine that with Stroud, and now now you're really cooking. Well, I, I would say that he is uh, he's good. Him, he is good, no doubt about it. And same with Nico Collins, but it seems like they until he could put it together with Dell like three weeks in a row. I don't, I'm not buying that he. Is. Oh, I think I'd rather have Dell than uh, Nico Collins right now. So I got both of them in other leagues, and he has put it together three weeks in a row. 48, 28, 48. Like, that's three weeks in a row right there. So I'm going to go with Dog also. Um, I don't think that – I don't think you're going to see um, Jefferson back. Like, I, I don't I, – they got a bye week 13. So are they going to roll him out there? I don't, I don't really think they are. And Dobbs likes to run the ball. I mean, I'm sure he's going to throw to Justin Jefferson if he's out there. God, it seems like they all he does is run the ball or throw to the tight end. Run the ball, throw the tight end. So, so it's great for you, but I, I think uh, I think Dog is going to pull the win off here. John, we got you back yet? Do you got me? Can you hear me? No, we can't hear you. Um, so we're going to both take Dog on yeah. this. Yeah. And then uh, Truth and Chaos. Uh, Truth has been so snake bit. Um, for uh, how do you? 
take Pat Holmes and have Pat Holmes have the worst year of his life. I feel so bad for him. Devontae Adams, the worst year of his life, right? Um, just Cooper Cup, who would have thought that he would have just stunk as bad as he has done? I'm just, the the one thing that he's had, and, and I don't say this lightheartedly, but the one thing that he has is uh, the best kicker in the league with the most points. So um, we have uh, chaos and truth, and there's just no, I, I have to go with chaos here. Um, I guess if, if your last name is Allen and you're a wide receiver and you have a great beard, you're going to do well in this league. So <laughs> him, um, Evans, I just, uh, I, I like those. Uh, I like the uh, chaos. Finally, I'm going to take you on this one. Yeah, I, I'm going to take uh, chaos as well. I, I'm sorry to say it. I don't want chaos to win. It'd be great if truth is eliminated team can put a, put a hit on, on one of these teams I'm competing for a spot with, but uh, I just don't see how he could do it. Uh, not with the way that Keenan Allen's been playing. Um, Pollard, you know, he's, he's going to get his 20 points, whatever it is. And he, and you got um, Karen Williams coming back, but uh, more uh, importantly is the equalizer in this league is the defense. And Jerron has the advantage there as well. Jerron, do you feel, feel uh, like anxious at all with Eckler and Allen going against Baltimore? I do a little bit. It's a tough matchup for both of them. But um, you got to go, go with your dogs at this time of the year. So I think Eckler um, is going to be mad by fumbling by the goal line versus the Packers. I think he'll come through versus Baltimore. And then Allen with a short game. Uh, Baltimore does struggle versus short game. They're good versus the long. But they struggle versus short routes and slot receivers. So do you like yourself in this, this matchup here this week? I do. I'm still fighting who I'm going to put in that last spot. What did well, um, real quick because uh, we lost you there for a second. Um, what about the uh, dog versus knights matchup? Who do you got there? Dog, dog, and then what about um, me versus uh, UIC? That one's gonna be a dog fight. Yeah, um, a- have you thought about putting Addison in for Deontay Johnson, or are you can go with Deontay Johnson? Thought about it. I, I I had him in there. I took him out. I put it back, and and I and I don't know what to do there. Um, the problem is, uh, like I was just telling Ron is. I don't think Jefferson's going to be back this week. Um, if Cousins was in there, Addison's my guy all year, right? But he he's not I, – I can't get three targets, three for 40, three for 40. And Deontay Johnson, I don't know what the hell's going on. They just fired Matt Canada. But this dude's averaged like 12 targets for his career. Like, mm-hmm. And he had three great weeks. Then to, to have two catches and one catch the last two weeks, I mean, he had eight targets. I, gotta, I talked myself last night into putting it back to uh, Deontay. I know they're running the ball a lot, um, and he's probably going to win that matchup with having Warren, Jalen Warren, in there because that's what they—that's what's working for that team right now. But on that last bench spot, yeah, I thought about it a lot, but I think I'm going to stick with Deontay. Which way would you go, Jerron? Which way would you go over those two? I would go Deontay Johnson. It's close, but with um, yeah, I wish targets. I had a better option. Because it's not it's not Herbert, right? Like, what if um, it, it's a PPR league and Herbert? I think he didn't have he didn't have his feet underneath him in the last game. The Bears run a lot, but even if Don, um, even if Foreman's out, I don't think I don't think Herbert would take the that last spot. So, 
and there really wasn't anything on the waiver wire to um, really spark me that would that would uh, move into a flex spot there. My hope is looking at my team like that. My hope is that you know Jonathan Taylor. H- how many games can you expect? The guy's got six games under his belt now, and coming off a of bye week, how many times can is he going to get twenty three rushing attempts for sixty nine yards, seventy yards? Like he's going to pop. He hasn't had his win me a week game yet, and I'm hoping it's this week. If you look at Indianapolis, I don't know if you could bring it up at all, but if you look at Indianapolis's next like six games or seven games, the quarterbacks that they're playing are mm-hmm. trash. Yeah, I saw that. So if you said, "Hey, if I'm if I'm uh, the offensive coordinator, all I have to do is run the ball and keep it like just." Because even if it's 20 points, 17 points, I feel good about that. Keep the ball in our hands and score a couple points, even if they're field goals, because this is just trash. Well, and that's why I can't drop Zach Moss, because if something happens to Taylor, Zach Moss is about as valuable, he's shown this year, as as, as Taylor. So um, somebody, if I dropped him, would pick that up. You know, I, there's, I'm kind of locked into that position, but... Um, yeah, I, I think I think I got my lineup set for how it's got to be right now. Plants and, and intervention, last one. Um, the thing that I'm I'm worried about is Ford versus Denver, and uh, Joe Mixon with no Burrow. So I'm I'm that's my ones that I'm flopping back and forth on. Um, but uh, I see intervention winning this. Ayuk, Etn. Uh, Derek Henry, Alvin Kamara. He's just got a very good running back crew. This is running back time of year. I've gotten lucky. I've won four in a row. You just don't the, – the, the bounces don't come your way all the time. I'm going to take intervention. Yeah, the thing about this matchup that sticks out is the Dak Prescott versus CeeDee Lamb. So CeeDee Lamb has been on a tear for you. But then when you look at how that's lined up with Dak Prescott – it's like, sure, CeeDee Lamb's putting up 40, 50 points, but on the games that he's doing that, Dak Prescott's got 77, 65, 53. So it's like if CeeDee Lamb goes off, well, then you're in trouble in a way because that means Dak's going off. So uh, I do think that intervention is going to get the win here. John, where you got? Oh, oh hey. yeah. Hey. You didn't have to go there. You didn't have to go there. <laughs> Shots fired back. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, so, uh, Terry, I know you had uh, a question that you wanted to get to or a couple. This is my one question for you two. Terry, I know you're going to struggle with this, so I'm going to give you this question, and then I'm going to go to Jerron because you're going to think about it and come back. If you were to pick, you're the number one sl- spot in our league right now and you get to pick your first choice for the playoffs the playoffs start tomorrow you have the number one pick mm-hmm. who are you picking well Which that was team? my that was my who question that's no, my, that's no, my that question was, to you that, I know but that was that's cool and and I'll get to it uh that was one of my questions um and and me and um me and Al went through this last night and that's how I ended up with um, saying that because when you look at it, you got to pretty much say, okay, you can have any of the top 10 teams, right? Yeah. So who would you want to take? And when I look at uh, when I look at Chad's team, 
week 14. It's Josh Allen against Kansas City. Um, it, it's uh, A.J. Brown against Dallas. And he, he's starting Christian Watson. Like, I don't like that at all. So, like, he would be in consideration for me. Um, and then the other thing is, like, Josh Josh Allen, I don't want any part of of these games. You remember a couple of years ago, it's like the there's three feet of snow on the field and, and it's like 60-mile-an-hour winds and they play New England in Buffalo and the goalposts, like, are about to shake right off. Yeah. And all they did was run the ball, like, 40 times and try to get the hell out of there. Like, that's not – so that's not a position I want to have to start a player in. So it's him and it's Puss, but I, I think it would be Puss for me right now. I just don't like his flex. He's always going to be good at, uh, he's always going to have good defense. But when, when you got you know Drake London and Pacheco and and, I just don't like his flex positions. Jaron, if you were to if you were to to have your choice right now, who would you who would you pick first round to to go up against in the playoffs? No, and and Pacheco the same. Like the guy runs hard, but uh, Trevor Lawrence hasn't done it. So, with it, it would probably be plus for me. That's that is interesting. I I haven't uh, like the the easy one. The lazy one would be uh, Shiz, and the uh, the reason I would say that is the, the same thing that me and Al talked about. He's got the most points. He's just bounded just sheer numbers that he's going to have a turd. He's going to lay a turd here um, one of these weeks because he's got the most points that you just don't get all the points all the time. So you talked about, um, you talked about staying the course, right? You talked about how you don't make a lot of changes and like everything kind of goes back to the mean of what you expected. Well, the thing is like the Rams could lose a couple of games and then shut it down. Like we talked about at the beginning of the year. So Puka, like, yeah, he's great. Wonderful pickup. Everybody wishes they had Puka. He won him a few games. Clearly it's just Fryermuth in that tight end spot. He's his only tight end is Fryermuth. The guy hasn't played and that team kind of sucks. One catch Fryermuth, one target. And, and then, I mean, White's been, they've been fine, but like yeah. DJ Moore had the best game of his career when I played Chad, like, you, when you think about Jamar 200 Chase, two hundred yards in the first half. Yeah, but you, you, you talk about you talk about Jamar Chase, right? So, Jamar Chase, you draft him because you expect you're going to get some forties, some fifties, maybe a blow up eighty week, maybe right. Well, the week that Jamar Chase has eighty points, DJ Moore goes off for eighty one. The guy's never going to do it again in his career. So, like, yeah, Chad would be in the um, conversation for sure. And I'm not trying to like just shit on Chad's team because Chad has had a great year, but she's, right now she's Ken, on Chad's team. Ken Walker's hurt, right? Yeah. So Kenneth Walker's hurt. Um, he's got Darren Waller on IR. I, I wouldn't want to start him even if he comes back. And and I do not like this Christian Watson thing. I don't know how he's comfortable rolling that out. Hey, I'm uh, in two weeks going to go see uh, 
Taylor Swift's boyfriend play Christian Watson. Nice. Is she still going to be in Europe? No, she she might be back, and she's such an attention whore that I expect her to be at the game. Well, and just a whore all around, right? You saw her kissing on the coach. That is AI generated. There's uh-huh. no way that that walrus is smooching Taylor Swift. No so you're, you're, way. Fake news. Me and Jerron are going with Puss, and you're going with Chad. That's right. Now, do you do you get nervous a little bit? Like if picks come around and Chad's like, you know what? Screw those guys. I'm coming for coming for my brother because because he, cause he uh, called me out. You know, like or, or coming for. I just want to be in the. We all want to be in the tournament, right? Like that'd be great if somebody picks us because that means we're we got our shot. It's win three and you win. Two years, two years out of it. I just want to get back into the dance. Okay, so uh, my second. What's up? Yeah, who who do you want not want any part of? Oh, dog and intervention. I don't want any part of those guys. Yeah, I agree. They're the most balanced. I've been very humble on this show this year, like because I felt like I had a playoff squad, and it, and and I'm like all of a sudden extremely frustrated being on the outside looking in. Like I just feel like if if Burrow isn't hurt, if Cousins isn't hurt, now I got Addison. Now Chase is more valuable. You talked about Mixon's probably better than Chase at this point. At least he was like that first game they just ran. But like to have Chase and Gibbs and Jonathan Taylor and like. That's not a – I mean, there's a lot of ceiling potential in each one of those players. It's not like you just have to get through Christian McCaffrey and then you're good if he doesn't go off, right? Yeah, so, Jerron, which one do you fear the most? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't have any holes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the only thing he's got is he's got to have Stefan Diggs in the playoffs playing against Kansas City and Dallas. Like he's got at the Chargers, which is great week 16. But championship week, New England is going to be at, at Buffalo New Year's week. It's, you know what the weather condition is going to be like for that game. Below below average. Uh, so what what teams right now make the playoffs, Ron? Who makes the playoffs? Yikes. Um, so I don't see the the massive slip with shiz and puss that you do, right? Um, I think they're going to make the playoffs, but I'm just saying, like, they they can't lose um, three in, in a row. A dog pound intervention and Knights are my top three that are definitely going to make the playoffs. If Chaos wins tonight, Meaning, if he doesn't get a stat correction, he goes to seven and and four. Then he's in. And no, no, I'm sorry. If he loses, he goes five and five. Who? Uh, no, five and six. Chaos. He, and Knights goes to seven and five. That would be a big swing. It's a huge swing. So, um, if if Knights somehow like puts out a beer in a joint, and the the gods love that, then. Uh, I see Knights going above, but uh, I'm, I'm going to stay exactly how it is right now. Text and Terry are, are out, and everyone else is in. It looks certainly looks like me and Eric are playing for one playoff spot, how it stands right now. 
Um, if me and Eric win this week, though, uh, you know, then then UIC's got significantly less points compared to the rest, right? He's got low points. Uh, me and Eric got more points than Chaos, more points than Plants, you know, if we both win again. So I Dog's in, Intervention's in, Shiz and Puss are in, Knights is in, and and I think that everybody else uh, probably – what you got is one team out of Plants, Chaos, and UIC is going to make it. Two of those teams. And then me and Eric are going to take one of those spots. One, one of us is, at least. What do yeah. you see, Jaron? It's not it's not a coincidence that nobody, you know, traded away their team to Tex and he can't do anything. Part of his his strategy is um, draft a couple home run hitters and a bunch of quarterbacks and trade those quarterbacks because they have value for pieces mid year. And when when that doesn't work for you. Like he, he said for me to start Aiden O'Connell was fantasy suicide. And the fact that I didn't trade him, Derek Carr, like just trade away the whole season for one week. Um, yeah, right. Because I knew he's going to wave Carr. Like, well, first he told me that I should trade for him because starting Will Levis was fantasy suicide. Fantasy suicide. Well, I won that game. Do you know that um, Eric had a trade sent to me? He wanted Caden Ellis bad. He kept sending stuff for Caden Ellis. And before the Burrow injury, there was a trade that Eric left up for over 24 hours that was um, Kyler Murray for Caden uh, Ellis. And had I taken that trade, Eric would be in a really tough spot right now. Oh, yeah. Because there's no quarterbacks out there. Yeah, to, to answer my own question, looking at this, if you have – if the top eight teams have at least six wins, it's going to be hard for me and Eric to break in there. We're going to have to win minimum two, right? Minimum two games. Two games with points, we might sneak in there. Three games, I think we're in there. But my my next three matchups, who I play, is I have this week, I have University of Chicago, who's number eight. Next week, I have Chaos, who's in the seventh spot. And then champion, or the week before the playoffs, I have Ron, who's in the sixth spot. So I play all three of you guys. When and yeah, I get it. You're just in playoff mode right now. Right. So um, the last question that I have, um, and I'm going to throw it back to like the beginning of talking about this. Um, I, I believe we got to get back to the in-person draft. And I believe that the ways that it's happened before, when it's really happened, we picked, we, like we've almost picked at the draft where we're going to go the next year. So, like to get an early jump on this, where would you go right now? For for me, um, just because it's kind of sentimental, and I don't know if this is too much or not, I go back to San Diego. 
That's that was I my like first that. Up. Um, I had a great time. We had a great time. There's nothing wrong with San Diego. It's not like it's not so um, teeny bopper, right? It, it's actually got some stuff. And um, I would throw out the idea that maybe somebody could do, we could do it, and somebody could do a marathon with me there for that weekend. Make it a marathon weekend to yeah. give you a year to get ready for it. Terry, what do you say? I'm good on the marathon, but uh, so man love and man Diego, huh? That's your. Yes. Man Diego. Um, okay. I, I know I talked to Al about it last night. Um, his choice was for Lake Tahoe, which I threw out in the past before. And he kind of said, no, he's not interested. But after he went there this last time, he said it's an absolute great spot for a draft. And like, is was, that house available? He said he, I don't think we can afford it unless he kind of, made some some deals for us but he said that house was so nice that he would like he would just stay there for like 10 to 14 days and have both of his drafts there back to back if he could dude that that looked nice but i would love i would love tahoe that'd be great jerome what do you think anywhere that you would be interested in going if you were able to make one vegas all right Go to the sphere. Draft from the sphere. Have, have the sphere as our big board. Oh, yeah. Wow. That'd be awesome. If we went back to San Diego, I would want to draft in that same room. That was like the best room ever. You were walking around with that Dak Prescott sticker <laughs> on your chest. Yes. I remember that. Yeah, that was a good room. And the, the pictures that were sent there of uh... – of us all being at that that restaurant afterwards just was was just awesome. Yeah, it's I was awesome. in the hospital, but <laughs> it did look nice. <laughs> yeah, well, I think you might have been roofied. What's up? My pick would be uh, the go back to the Saturday before Labor Day weekend. So not Labor Day weekend, but the previous weekend Saturday. I liked that the best. I'm up for uh, wherever, whatever. Um, um, any any thoughts of maybe um, Green Bay? No, nah, it doesn't really sound appealing at all. I'm just, just asking for a friend. Okay. Maybe we can get one of the suites and draft from one of the suites. No, uh, no, no, uh, Lake Lejeune, Camp Le- Camp Lejeune. It's not Camp Lejeune. It's Asheville. It's beautiful. I would I would like to see that that town. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. It's I just, think that should be in the at least in the hat, right? In discussion. Uh, it was a beautiful to be able to have fires and have a, a room for everybody and and have a boat day and and be able to still go to a town that's nice to hang out at. And it's relatively. I mean, I, I thought it was going to be free ninety nine the way you talked. So shit, we had a blast in Denver. Honestly, like going to that place where we were playing basketball and and like. Dancing at the club for oh, we God, had a, I mean, fun. we had fun at that place. Absolutely. It was good times. So we got some options, but I think we should start talking about it. I'm going to put a poll up right now in the general channel. Okay. I'll put a poll up there. All right. I have to go. I'm getting a haircut. Right on. Uh, it was nice talking with you guys. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Jerron, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, see you.